0: Welcome to Plymouth-White Marsh High School, the home of the LaSalle College High School football team. For the home opener here as they face the winners of District 1, in 2014, the Pensbury Falcons. Bob Long, Andrew Zarilli, and Rob Stott alongside as we get ready for the opening kickoff. The Explorers have elected to receive, and the Pensbury Falcons will kick off. A big game here, guys, certainly non-league play, but an early test for both of these teams. Andrew, your thoughts and some of the keys as we get ready for the start of this match.
1: Well, one of the biggest things has to be looking at uh Fensbury's offensive line, especially their right tackle, Maurice Stooks, who is 6'8", 370. He's a big one. Um, they'll be looking to run behind him a lot tonight as they run the wing T offense, uh, which last year they averaged 40.6 points per game with. Uh, struggled a little bit in their opener, uh, winning 13 to six, but we'll see if they uh, can get their offense going against the Explorer defense tonight.
0: Explorers dress in their blue tops, gold helmets, and gold pants. Charles Heaton and Nick Ranella back deep to return the opening kick. Pensbury dressed in their all-whites, the white helmet with the black stripe, the black numbers and the orange trim. An opening kick is onside. It bounces three times, and is finally recovered by Mario Verani of the Explorers at their own 35-yard line. So, guys, quite the start there from Pensbury. They tried to take the whole stadium by surprise. They did. You never see that many bounces on an onside kick. Explorers lucky to fall on it. And now it'll be the Explorers to start things. Quarterback number 17, he earned uh, his first win as the full-time starter. That's Chris Ferguson, 6'4", 2 pounds. He'll be joined in the backfield by Corbin Melly and number 15, Cy Madden, who had a big game last week.
2: Yeah, Bob, I, I look for him to-, to continue that this week. He sort of busted out, you know, the transfer coming in first game with the explorers last week and really made a big impact on that game.
0: Two receivers out wide, they'll hand it off inside to Madden who cuts off the left tackle and wakes his way out to the 38 yard line, call it a gain of three, it'll be second and seven. Just before dusk here at Plymouth-White Marsh High School where LaSalle plays its home games, a beautiful night for football. On defense for Pensbury, guys to look out for. Joe Maurer on the defensive line, 5'10", 195, speed off the outside as well as Jeremiah Wells. 5'9", 206, they're gonna look to get quickness and buy the bigger offensive line of the Explorers. Tossed outside to Cy Madden, makes one man miss and gets all the way up to the 50 yard line. A first down for the Explorers.
1: Bob, I think we can expect to see a lot of that tonight as uh, LaSalle's offensive line outweighs, Pensbury's defensive line, LaSalle 245 pounds. The average for their O-line and the D-line averages for Pensbury about uh, 202 pounds. So look to see a lot of Cy Madden, Nick Ronella and the rest of the gang back there uh, getting the ball and some carries.
0: Absolutely. It's a great point you make there, Andrew. You certainly have the speed on the outside for Pensbury. Can they deal with the physicality? Now it's just one man back. Isaiah Jones comes in motion, two receivers to the outside. Screen pass, juggled, and then caught by Jones. He'll get two yards. But the initial bobble, he had to make sure he had it, which probably uh, stopped him from making one extra move. Not sure how downfield he could have gotten, but it'll be second and eight.
2: Now, Andrew, you mentioned the size of this offensive line. I know you're a senior here, so can you tell us a little bit about just how, how this offensive line for the Explorers stacks up to years past?
1: Uh, well, last year we had, uh, I believe, all five starters uh, here, and it was a pretty good season for them, and now uh, definitely with another year of experience under their belt, uh, they have the passion, the, the will to, to bring this team back to potentially a PCL championship, I believe.
0: Winston Eubanks takes a screen to the outside, stumbles a little bit, gets up to the 46-yard line, a flag comes down, we'll await the call. An illegal substitution for the Explorers. 10.03 to play first quarter. It was second and eight. The penalty will back them up. Still a scoreless game. Referees still discussing after the call was made by the head official, and they'll walk it off. So the Explorers now will face uh, second and long, and. Guys, we'll see. What do you think they do here? And in the last game, they stayed conservative. And I use conservative in air quotes because with Cy Madden, there's nothing conservative about running the football. But still, an opportunity here, second and 13.
2: I mean, it's early. Um, You know, it's going to be a a long, physical game with with Pensbury um, and and that wing T offense that they like to run. I I wouldn't be surprised. You know, if if they go run here and um, you know try to use Cy, you never know. He could pick it up. They will bring four receivers out wide, one tight end
0: on the right side. Ferguson with an empty backfield. Comes out, throws to the right-hand side, dropped. Cy Madden was the intended receiver at about the 48-yard line. Hit him in between the one and the five. Third down and 13 to come. Corbin Melly will check into the game. And no one wants to come off. And now it finally will be Liam Trainer. So Liam Trainer off, Corbin Melly on. They bring in the shifty H back and take off the tight end. They'll have Melly in the backfield with Cy Madden, Eubanks, and Nick Ranella. flanked out wide on the left hand side. Heaton all alone on the outside to the right. The give to Madden after the delay. He gets past the 45 yard line, tripped up in between the 43 and the 42 yard line. He will be two yards short, and it'll be fourth. And about two yards. Guys, what are you doing here? I don't see the offense coming off the field. Do you like this decision to go you know, for it?
2: After, after a play like that, why, why would you? You know, you see, they just, that big offensive line just opened a hole for Cy Madden there, and he just busted through, so.
0: And they will indeed go for it. They'll send Melly out wide. It's only Cy Madden in the backfield. Trips to the right. Charles Heaton alone to the left. The snap, it's faked and it will be short. Taking off with it was Ferguson, and he bumped into Madden on his way past the line of scrimmage. That was the, that was the nudge that caught him short, and unfortunately for the Explorers, uh, a little bit of miscommunication on that fourth down attempt. They will turn the ball over to Pensbury.
2: Yeah, that, that one was not pretty.
0: Guys, LaSalle yet to take a snap from uh, under center this year. It's all been shotgun, and certainly they've used a lot of handoffs and things like that to get the ball into the hands of Cy Madden, but still not the confidence to go under center at this point on fourth and two. That is where something like that could really be helpful. And that's a development process for a young quarterback. Uh, maybe not young per se, but his first full-time action as starter. And now our first look at the wing T offense. And just like that, a flag thrown, and this will be, up. Uh, timeout will be called before the delay of game. So before we get any look at this wing T offense, we'll get a timeout with 8.49 to go. Gives us a chance to take a look at this offense. It'll be led by number 12, the senior quarterback, Mike Alley. 6'4", much like Chris Ferguson, very tall quarterbacks. Mike Alley won't throw as much as as we'll see uh, from Chris Ferguson, most likely. But Chris Ruprecht will be the workhorse. He is the fullback, number 40, 5'10", 218. He's a converted lineman and uh, had 101 yards last week. He's a guy that we'll see take a lot of carries. We'll also see a lot of Dalton Hose. He is a senior, six foot, 185. Did not start last game, was a little banged up, played a little bit on defense, but did not start out of the backfield. Rob Daly and Zeke Kershaw will also see number seven and number three. And then uh, the final guy we'll see is a lot of carries to get around guys. So a lot of a lot of guys to get carries to. This is Luke Snyder, number 47, coach a uh, son of the coach, Galen Snyder.
2: Bob quick before the snap gets off. I want to since they haven't snapped it yet, I want to get it out to you and ask over under two passes this week.
0: <laughs> that is how many they threw last week. I'll go under.
2: The handoff comes inside
0: and there's Roop wrecked. He'll get about 5 and in the process running over the LaSalle defender Tom Flavin.
2: You can, you can definitely tell he's got that converted lineman physicality to him. He, he's just, man, he's a brick cone through that line.
0: Shades of the, the Army-Navy game here, sending big fullbacks through the hole. Not throwing the ball. Old school football, Mike Alley under center, he'll set to toss it out wide, trying to get to the edge and unable to get there. Dalton Hoes could not get there, wrapped up by a couple linemen for the Explorers. Garrett Zobel was in there, the sophomore sensation for the Explorers.
1: Now, that play was a toss away from Murray Stukes. Stooks. Uh, as I mentioned in the open, I believe he's a 6'8", 370 uh, tackle, and I did actually yeah. see him move. He got downfield. He was looking to throw some blocks, but uh, the left side of the line not holding up as well, yeah. and the Explorers were able to get there for the tackle for loss. And balls. the
0: way you see this line engineered, Andrew, it's big guys on the outside as tackles, small guys as guards, the ability to pull out. And, uh, and make some blocks downfield. Now the third and four. It's gonna be short again. No gain, maybe a yard to get us to fourth and three. It was wrecked once again. And now decision time for the Falcons. 7.29 and counting here in the first quarter. Still a scoreless game between LaSalle and Pensbury who won district one last year and was in the semifinals losing to St. Joe's Prep, LaSalle's arch rival. It'll be Mike Galley, the punter. Yes, the quarterback and the punter. And he'll let it go, wobbly spin. Jones lets it bounce, picks it up at the 15, brings it out wide, doesn't have blocking, but tries to beat the defenders to the edge, leaps into the air and goes out of bounds at about the 30 yard line where the Explorers will start their second drive. 6.59 6.59 to play first quarter guys one drive apiece andrew what have you seen so far
1: well we've seen exactly what we expected from pensbury in the uh, run heavy attack obviously they're looking to try to get behind their big tackles as you just mentioned and uh, get the guards pulling didn't work out so well for them and also with lasalle they've been trying some shorter passes that don't seem to be very effective against this pensbury defense so we look, i'm looking for them to run the ball a little bit more
0: ferguson in the shotgun Takes a snap from Jimmy Morrissey, three-step drop, comes across the middle, catch made by Nick Ranella. That'll be an eight-yard gain out to the 38-yard line. Just a simple slant, guys, and Ranella found a hole in the defense. And Ranella may have been a little bit banged up on that play. does not look bad, may just need a play or two off, and in for him comes Peter Nielsen, the junior wide receiver at 6'3", 190. Charles Heaton, lone wide receiver near side. Eubanks, on the outside. The snap, fakes the handoff, goes up top to Heaton. It'll be over his head. He was looking for Heaton at about the logo here at Plymouth White Marsh High School,
1: towards the outside and over his head. It'll be third and two. Pensbury's defense did a pretty good job there of keeping uh, Eubanks kind of locked up. Uh, Ferguson put it where only Winston would be able to get up to it, and uh, Eubanks could not get all the way up there, a little high.
0: LaSalle Explorers, third and two from their own 38. They need to get to the 40 stripe in order to get a first down. Nielsen and Heaton out wide near side. Cy Madden to Chris Ferguson's left in the backfield. Ferguson in the shotgun, and they jumped. And when I say they, I should say Pensbury. Uh, The hard count was able to get the defensive lineman, and that's Makia Butler. I should say Makai Butler. Makai Butler, number 52, on the defensive interior line for Pensbury. Came sides into the neutral zone. It'll be a first down for the Explorers. Explorers dressed in their Traditional gold helmets, they've gone back to the script LaSalle across their helmet. When, uh, when Drew Gordon came in, he put just the big L on the helmets. And John Steinmetz putting his own mark on the program, going back to the traditional LaSalle script across the helmets. Now, once again in the shotgun. Side Madden to the left, handoff inside, bounces off one tackle, and staying with it is Jeremiah Wells wraps him up in the backfield. Looked as if Sai may have been able to bounce off that first tackler, but good stick-to-itiveness by just Wells.
2: Couldn't, just couldn't
0: break away. Second and 11, 5.57 to play. Still a scoreless affair here at Plymouth-White Marsh High School. LaSalle versus Pensbury. Live on Bob Long Sports, Explorers going right to left on your radio dial. Two receivers out wide. Ferguson in the shotgun. Corner looks to be coming on the blitz. Two free rushers on the outside. Here comes the screen. It's tipped and nearly intercepted. Joe Mauer. If he was about a step or two closer to the line there. Ball was tipped up in the air. Just couldn't make the diving attempt. But guys, the LaSalle blocking scheme looked a little confused there. Two free rushers. Not just the corner on the outside, but a guy that was lined up, hand down. Got a free look at Ferguson.
2: That's that's a point at which you you know you're kind of happy you're in the shotgun there with a slightly inexperienced quarterback under center, but well not exactly under center, Bob.
0: That's right, not under center. We have yet to see that this year, and now we'll have two running backs in the backfield: Nick Ranella and Eubanks to the outside. Heaton alone on the near side out wide. Fumbles the snap, comes back and throws it into the ground, just a little short of Nick Ronella beyond the 50-yard line. Would have been good for a first down if he had caught it, but. It'll force a fourth down and 11 from the LaSalle 42 yard line and this will be the first setting for the kicker for the Explorers, Mike Rasek, number 12. And it'll be Andy McFarland back deep for Pensbury. He lets it go at about the 31 off the side of his foot. Explorers want a good hop and they'll get it. Bouncing down past the 30 and now inside the 25 yard line and out of bounds. That is a lot better than what it could have been. It landed just inside the 40 guys and nearly got uh, 15, even almost 20 yards of roll. 5.20 to play first quarter. Explorers and Falcons deadlocked at zero thus far. It was three and out last time for Pensbury they will try to sustain this drive not starting in in great field position the worst field position a uh, starting field position of either team so far today now alley under center hands it off inside and it's going to get all the way out to the 38 yard or 33 yard line i should say a couple yards short of the first down a little bit of a misdirection
2: Bob, and that, that's what this this wing tee is sort of predicated on, a lot of moving parts, a lot of confusion, you know, getting getting guys going different directions, and that's that's what they're going to try to do all night is confuse that Explorer defense.
0: Yep, and the first carry from the diminutive Zeke Kershaw, a junior, 5'7", 155 pounds. He scored a touchdown last week and the first meaningful gain thus far for Pensbury on offense. Explorers line up at the in a goal line type situation. Ruprecht gets through the first line of defense and breaks out to the 45 yard line. A 12 yard gain for Ruprecht and they'll spot it at the 26, a first down for the Falcons.
2: Now for, for you guys at home that didn't see that, what we saw here was Zeke, uh, Kershaw, Pensbury sort of faked a little fumble into the backfield. It's, it's part of, again, that misdirection and, and sort of confusing, tricky sort of stuff that you're going to try to do with this kind of offense and it, it worked that time. Play clock running down inside
0: six seconds now. They're not even to the line, not set. Let's see if they can get it off, down to two, and now one, and they just get it off. Here's the reverse, comes in, it was handed off initially to Ruprecht, and handed off to Dalton Hose as he switches directions, gets about six yards. Now flags come in late, and it looks like uh, I was Isaiah Jones that was down. It may be an unnecessary roughness on Pensbury, which would negate a very nice run there for number 30, Dalton Hoes. Referees deliberating. It will be a dead ball unsportsmanlike conduct unnecessary roughness penalty on Pensbury, which will back them up 15 yards. Count the run, then add the 15 yards back, so it'll be Approximately uh, second and, well, actually it looks like they're gonna negate the run altogether. Maybe not, maybe not, about second and 20 we'll call it. Referee still yet to spot the ball. And now they'll spot it at the 37 yard line of Pensbury. 3.44 to play and counting. 10 seconds now on the play clock. Pensbury once again late to break the huddle. Explorers have that box packed. And now the fake comes, and Allie keeps it to the outside. Can't break it off. It'll be about a three-yard gain. Third and long coming from Pensbury, and that is the worst nightmare for a team that likes to uh, go gain by gain, three yards in a cloud of dust. Could we
2: see pass number one?
0: Could it happen? If it could happen, it could be now, certainly. But also seems like a field position type game developing. I would be more surprised to see a pass than I would see a run. I think they stick to where they are. their bread and butter and and punt the ball and keep their field position. Let's see what they do here. The handoff comes inside, breaks off one tackle, stumbles up to the 47-yard line. So gets back about a yard past the initial line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth and nine from just inside their own territory at the Falcon 47-yard line. As we rapidly approach the end of the first quarter, a reminder to stay tuned here in the second quarter as we pose our City Year Philadelphia question of the night. Opportunity to win LaSalle gear and merchandise from the store. All you gotta do is follow us on Twitter, at BobLongSports, and give our answer. By the fourth quarter, if we have a correct answer, will award a winner. The punt, sent well out of bounds, shanked to the left, and I wouldn't be surprised to see this all the way up near the 35 yard line. Official walking now past the 30, and right at the 35 he goes. So my eyes aren't going quite yet, guys.
2: That was was quite the call, Bob. From the opposite side of the field, too, I must say. (laughs) 2.13
0: to play. Hey, either I was right or both I and the official were incorrect. So we'll say that the official was right,
2: and, and I'll take credit as well. See, I'd like to see Zeke get sort of established here on this drive for the Explorers. It's a lot of those short passes haven't worked too, too well early on in this game. Let's it, go to that ground and pound. Let's give them Chris, a little taste of their own medicine.
0: Chris Ferguson, two running backs in the backfield, hands off inside to Cy Madden. He gets a gain of seven, up to the 43-yard line. Second and two, they'll call it a gain of eight. And now, Corbin Melli off the field. It'll be Liam Trainer, the tight end, to add some size on the outside of the offensive line here for the Explorers. to play, and counting here in the first quarter. Second and two for the Explorers, still in their own territory. Trips out wide to the near side. Handed off inside. Madden has a lot of room inside the 45 and tackled at the 40-yard line. That's exactly what we're looking for. They dashed him up the middle, and they've been lulling pensbury in a lot of ways by sending him outside and this time straight up in between the A gap a gash for 22 yards a minute 17 to play and counting here 9 to play as the explorers break the huddle they'll have to hurry here down to 4 receiver set Ferguson just before the clock expires tosses it out wide to side Madden tripped up at the line of scrimmage falls forward for three And guys with two running teams like this and two pretty good defenses as well no surprise We've had a quick first quarter and certainly uh, one that has yet to yield any points
2: You called it a so far. It's just a a a field position battle right now, so Uh, Slightly tipping into the edge of the Explorers right now. Getting things going a little bit here in this drive.
0: Cy Madden now to the right of Chris Ferguson. Two receivers to each side of him. LaSalle crowd on its feet. Takes the snap, inside handoff to Madden. Flag will bring it back, but he gets it across the 30 yard line. Would be a first down if it were to stand, but looking fairly culpable there is number 59, Matt McDermott.
2: Sometimes when holes open like that, there's a reason. And Sayed, si a pretty big one there. And the hold will be called against the Explorers. They'll back it up.
0: We'll be second and 17 upcoming with 34 seconds to play. Andrew, what have you seen so far here in this fourth, first quarter? We've seen a couple drives both ways. Neither defense able to relent or has relented at all at this point.
1: Well, we've seen LaSalle and uh, Pensbury kind of go on opposite ends of the offensive spectrum with uh, Pensbury running exclusively uh, under center in that wing T offense. And we've seen LaSalle stay in the gun for most of the game, try to get the short passing game going, as, as opposed to Pensbury who's been cons- running the ball all game, no passes attempted yet. Uh, so you're, uh, you're better closer to the top of the broadcast of under two passes. Uh, will stand so far. So <laughs> we'll see going into the second quarter.
0: Still lots of football left to be played here and this game will open up at some point. Second and 17, Ferguson in the shotgun. Ranella to his right, hands off inside Norella, cuts outside, he'll get about three yards. Third and 14 upcoming from the the, uh, the Falcons, I should say. 44 yard line.
1: That looks like that'll be the last play of the first quarter.
0: Ticks down to three and two, and after one quarter of play here at Plymouth-White Marsh High School in the LaSalle College High School home opener here, live from Plymouth-White Marsh. Now technically that North Penn game last year, weekend, guys, was, uh, it was technically a home game, but this feels like the home opener here for the Explorers. They go to the end of the first quarter after 12 minutes of football, scoreless. And a reminder, we here at Bob Long Sports will be broadcasting LaSalle College High School football all year long, so tune in. Again, that's BobLongSports.com. You can follow us at BobLongSports. And, of course, that's your only way to win a prize tonight in our City Year Philadelphia trivia question that we'll continue to tease until a few minutes into the second quarter. And then, of course, while we're here at LaSalle, I got a text from, uh, from the venerable, venerable coach of the freshman football team here at LaSalle, Coach Bill Donahue. And of course, we have to give a shout out to his team. Freshmen, a 16-0 win here tonight. Them, they've been starting off their season well. And uh, a nice win for the boys that, hey, guys, eventually we'll see these kids at the varsity level. So molding young minds, both in the classroom and on the football field as young freshmen and they will continue to matriculate up through the system, so congratulations to Coach Bill. Pensbury back on the field now. This is the first ever meeting between LaSalle and Pensbury. Certainly not too far down the road, but Pensbury, a team that plays obviously in a different league. LaSalle not even in the PIAA until the year 2008, so just did not cross paths until tonight. Third and 14, switch sides of the field. Now from the Falcon 44, they're looking to get to the 30. Ferguson, hands off to Madden, but it's fumbled and picked up by Pensbury. It'll be returned to the 41-yard line, and there's the first turnover of the night. Rob Daly. We'll see him out on the backfield for Pensbury tonight. He also plays as a defensive back, and he was just in the right spot at the right time. Now, guys, it, it looked as if that was almost in slow motion. I mean, Ferguson let the ball go. Madden didn't even look back, so he assumed that Ferguson was going to keep that ball, a miscommunication that leads to the turnover.
2: That, that's the kind of stuff you can't just can't have in, you know, what's been a field position battle tonight, so it's costly turnover. Madden,
0: or who was it?
1: Yeah. Definitely some miscommunication on what appeared to be the zone read there. Uh, Ferguson held on to it to the last second, and by the time he tried to hand it off to Madden, it was a little too late. And now Ruprecht will get the first carry. Gets about a yard, maybe
0: two, out to the 44 yard line. Ball was initially spotted at the 42. Second and eight upcoming for the Falcons of Pensbury. Pensbury now going from right to left on your radio dial. Trying to move into explorer territory here. Center Jack Kenny under the football, hands off. Now here comes Daly to the outside, cuts it up and tackled by number five, Anthony Piscobo with the 49 yard line after a gain of five. It'll be third and three.
1: So far, LaSalle's defense has done a pretty good job with the big guys up front trying, holding on to their, uh, the offensive linemen, keeping them from getting off of them, getting to the second level and blocking the linebackers, and linebackers have done pretty good well, as well as the secondary on coming up and making a play on the ball carrier.
0: Third and three upcoming. The ball a yard off the midfield stripe on the Falcon side of midfield. Alley under center, Ruprecht directly behind him. They'll hand it off to the outside, Dalton Hose, initial contact, tries to push through, cannot get to the first down stripe. He'll be right at the midfield stripe, about two yards short, and it'll be fourth down decision time for the Falcons. The field position game would tell you to punt, but the offense remains on the field. For the Explorers, in comes big number 67, Vincenzo Paluzzi. 250 on the defensive line, Corbin Melli comes out. So they'll get size up front here for this fourth down. Biggest play of the game thus far. Directly from the midfield stripe, they need the 48. Fakes the handoff, comes to the outside, here comes the throw, up top! And it's incomplete! What a play play by the Explorers. Had it and dropped it number three tom flavin it was a great throw from mike galley maybe on just maybe a titch under thrown but it was flavin able to get his hands in there the receiver had the football looks like it was quinton davis there the intended receiver and flavin just sticking his hands in there what a play a turnover on downs the explorers will get great field position right from the midfield stripe
2: and we're halfway there on our bet that's so true one, one, one throw so far. That could, be it for the, that could be it for the game, we don't know yet, but it was a heck of a first effort, that's for sure.
0: And they had him beaten. They had him beaten, they had him by surprise, but Tom Flavin, on a slightly underthrown ball, able to get back there and get his hands on it. Great play. Now the three-step drop, over the middle. Catch made, hands under the ball by Winston Eubanks on a low throw from Chris Ferguson. It's a gain of five.
1: And, yeah, going back to that last play for Pensbury, the pass, it looked like, you know, as a receiver, you don't, you don't get a lot of opportunities to catch the ball in the wing T offense, but uh, when you get your hands on the ball like that, you got to come down with it, especially in a big uh, big situation like that. So now Sal looks to take advantage of the turnover on downs.
0: Trips out wide to the far side. Winston Eubanks, Nick Ronella, and Liam Trainer. Cy Madden in the backfield, Ferguson in the shotgun. The snap. It'll be a screen play. that Ranella has to make one man miss, and he does. He goes for the first down. Stripe, he has a half yard more than he needs. He's down inside the 40 for a first down for the Explorers.
2: That was an excellent job. He got tripped up there, but he was able to stay balanced on his hand and, and just cl-
1: crawl for that first down. Second effort got him the first down on that play.
0: And now Ferguson takes the play from Coach Stein Metz. Back to the huddle where he reads off the, the wrist card and breaks the huddle now. Winston Eubanks, Nick Ronella to the outside on the near side. Charles Heaton alone on the far side. Side Madden in the backfield. Ferguson in shotgun, low snap. Picks it up, hands it off, and it'll be a loss of two yards. So good job by Ferguson there to come up with that. It could have been worse. Could have been a fumble. Got it into the socket of, of Madden and able, enabled him to at least make the run. but. Pensbury right there for the stop.
1: Right there, it looked like uh, LaSalle's offensive line actually got overpowered. It seemed like, you know, Pensbury was already in the backfield even with the low snap by the time uh, by the time the ball was going to Cy Madden. So look to change that up now.
0: 8-10 and counting here in the second quarter. Still a scoreless game between LaSalle and Pensbury right here on Bob Long Sports. Two receivers out wide. Ferguson drifts to the right-hand side, throws it, and Liam Trainer, who came out as a tight end, was not looking for it. Throw a little low, it'll
1: be third and 12. Clock stopped at 7.58. Pensbury came with a blitz on that play, definitely put Ferguson under some pressure and maybe a little bit of the reason why he had to get rid of that earlier um, than Trainer was looking for the ball. Interesting decision making here, guys. Do you give the ball to Madden and try
0: to get it about half back? You're out of field goal range. Certainly a fourth and long wouldn't be too conducive. You could punt at that point, but if you get five or six here, do you consider going for it on fourth down? Is this two down territory?
2: I, I Just the way this, this game has flowed so far, I don't think so. I mean, your defense is doing a good job. Um, but the exceptional one drive so far really keeping Pensbury contained. So I, I, I think you can, you can still play conservative right now. Obviously, you're sort of antsy to get points on the board, but you know, there's, there's a lot of time left in this
1: game. I'd agree with that as well. Uh, Pensbury with the, the uh, wing tee offense, they, uh, they're they not gonna be looking to pick up your, uh, gains in big chunks, so the farther back you pin them, I believe, uh, the better off you'll be for your defense.
0: And you saw Pensbury's answer to that question. They went for it on the 50, gave LaSalle good field position. Let's see what they do with it here on third and 12. In the shotgun once again, Nick Ranella comes in motion. Five-step drop. The screen play to Cy Madden makes one man miss. Gets inside the 35 yard line and down at the
2: 33. So here we go guys. And now of course you know Cy makes it tough on us. So.
0: Third and 12 turned into fourth and three here. Now inside the 35, I think you have to go for it. Offense stays on the field. It'll be Isaiah Jones. And we talked a little bit in the open about him. He has a lot of tools that he can do things with. He was a thousand yard rusher at GW last year, transferred to LaSalle this year. He's lined up in the slot. Charles Heaton on the outside with him. Jones takes the sweep, comes to the outside, has a lot of room, first down and more, inside the 20 yard line, and muscled out of bounds at the 17, but not before a 17 yard carry from Isaiah Jones that moves the chains and keeps the Explorer drive going here.
1: It's a very gutsy call by Coach Steinmetz going with a jet sweep on fourth and three. And if if the blocking's not there on the edge, that play's getting blown up, and you're turning the ball right back over to Pensbury's offense. Isaiah, it's a very nice play call.
0: Isaiah Jones comes off the field now. Nick Ronella back in, and you can see the jets that Isaiah Jones has.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's that's why I'm, that you know it is a gutsy call in the jet sweep. You know, obviously the blocking, but you, you I mean when you have that kind of speed on the field. Whew.
0: Yeah, blocking oh blocking by Connor McCracken and T.J. Garvin on the outside were what sealed the edge. Now, the faked inside handoff. Ferguson over the middle into the end zone for a touchdown. Nick Ranella makes the reception and puts the Explorers on the board 6 0. Flag will come in late, and I think Nick Ranella was jawing with the defender of Pensbury. And palms to the sky. Nick Ranella doesn't like the call, and now he has to face the wrath of Steinmetz who is barking in his face, but the touchdown will be scored, six nothing Explorers, and that penalty will be enforced on the kickoff.
2: It was just a straight streak up the middle and hit him. Ferguson hit him.
0: Great throw by Ferguson, and we've seen the same thing, the same deception and the same surprise that came with the throw from Pensbury on the previous drive on fourth down. Same concept here for LaSalle. Chris Ferguson has shown the ability to throw the football but he hasn't done it that much. It was just after a long conversion attempt, first and 10. You're not expecting the throw there and and that is what resulted in him running down the field and a little bit of a breakdown in the Pensbury defense. Great play call by the Explorers. Now Matt Savage in to attempt the extra point. Again, still will be kicked from the 10 yard line after the snap from the two. The penalty will be enforced on the ensuing kickoff. Up and good from Savage, and the Explorers have a seven-nothing lead. And it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for our City Year Philadelphia question of the night. Now, when we do these questions, we like to link them to things that have happened, so last week's question involved Temple and Penn State and their rivalry and their history. Now, this week's question involves the opener in the NFL this weekend. Last night, Antonio Brown, for the 33rd consecutive game, caught five receptions and 50 yards receiving. He's done that for 33 consecutive regular season games. That is the all-time record. Who is the second all-time leader in that category, five catches per game consecutively and 50 yards receiving in those regular season games. And if it, happens, if it happens it comes down to a tiebreaker, we'll go with the number of games that is. So you'll guess the gentleman who has the second place, again, five catches per game, every game for how many of her games, as well as 50 yards receiving in those games, Antonio Brown is number one with 33 and that streak is active who is number two and the tie break will be number of games Tweet that at Bob long sports and we'll read the best answers Hopefully there is a correct answer in the fourth quarter again. That's city of Philadelphia hashtag make better happen 707 to play second quarter Matt Savage set to kick the ball off Rob Daly is deep at the 17-yard line for Pensbury and the ball will bounce to Daly, picks it up with just the right hand, up past the 30, now cuts inside of the 35, hit at the 36 and down at the 37 where Pensbury will start their drive. 7:01 to play second quarter. so i know i asked andrew before so i know he can't and won't give it away but i don't think i've asked you do you have any guesses rob as to who that could
2: be you know i'm not gonna lie i am sitting here trying to figure it out but before i look at it if i had no to looking guess, by the way no looking no looking if i had to guess five catches and at least 50 yards in a game Save it for after
0: this play here. We have Mike Galley. Think about that as going in motion. And now coming back to the other side after receiving the handoff is number three, Zeke Kershaw, wrapped up at the line of scrimmage. A lot of east and west for no gain.
2: So my head wants to go with a tight end. I don't don't know why, and I'm I'm considering a, a recent tight end. I'm thinking like a Jimmy Graham. Rob Gronkowski kind of thing, but Gronk's been hurt. Okay, yep.
0: I see where your head's at. I can't tell you whether you're leading the listeners astray or down the right path. We'll see what they come up with. Handoff inside. Breaking it outside is Hose. Hose has a lot of room down past the 50. Now inside the 40. Now inside the 30. And down to about the 22-yard line. Flags came at about the 42-yard line of LaSalle. So after about 20 yards of gains, a flag came in that will likely bring it back, but still could give the Pensbury Falcons a first down. We'll await the call.
1: And Bob, that looks like that's the first big play of the game for Pensbury, uh, aside from the uh, failed attempt on fourth down earlier with the incomplete pass.
0: Yep, and that was Jake Harkins sealing the outside there. He, he is the guard inside to the right that pulled off and sealed that edge very well. So the call will be a hold, downfield hold against the wide receiver of Pensbury. Still should result in a first down, depending upon the spot, it'll be close. They're gonna spot it at the 48 yard line, they needed the 47, so it will be a first down after the long run and dialed back with the penalty. 6-12 to play, 7-0 the Explorers lead against the Falcons of Pensbury. And like you said, Andrew, absolutely. First big play of the game for Pensbury. See if they can continue to capitalize on it. Yes, it was brought back, but to be able to see that you can matriculate the ball down the field has got to feel good for this offense and the coaching staff. They break the huddle. And Jack Kenny, the center, now down, hands on the ball. Alley takes the snap, hands it off inside. Ruprecht takes one hit, dives forward, he gets about four yards. That inside handoff, we see it a lot. We've seen it out of, I mean, this offense reminds me certainly of Navy, and we've seen. Another big fullback, Noah Copeland, in that role for a long time for that Navy team. And that's what Ruprecht has been for this team, does it very well. That downhill momentum, by the time he gets the ball, he's already full head of steam. And with the 220 pound frame, that doesn't hurt. The snap comes to Daly. Daly has to make one man miss, but he can't. It's Matt McDermott. And lots of other explorers in there to help after the initial contact. Matt McDermott, a captain on this team, plays on the offensive and defensive line. And McDermott actually a first cousin of former Eagles and now Panthers defensive coordinator Sean McDermott. Also a LaSalle graduate Sean McDermott as well. Third and nine, the down and distance. Under five minutes to play, clock ticking. Pensbury yet to break the huddle. 10 seconds left on the play clock. Now seven, and they just start to break the huddle. They're gonna have to get a timeout, or snap this very quickly, down to one. And we'll get a flag. They didn't get it off. It will be a delay of game. It'll back them up to third and 14, and this seems almost too predictable in terms of throwing a ball. We'll see what they try to do. Interesting spot in the game here for Pensbury. It really is because if you try to get back into it at this point, you could make a mistake. And uh, you wonder if you just don't play field position here at this point.
1: With Just under 440 now with the clock running. uh, You you wouldn't like to take a risk and potentially have a turnover and give Lipsal great field position. Uh, Last drive, they marched the ball down the field and definitely don't want to have that happen again if you're Pensbury.
0: Remember, Pensbury will get the ball to begin the second half as well. The handoff comes inside now after the initial fake. He came off to the one side, to the right hand outside, and then coming through the middle was number 87, Andy McFarlane.
2: Can't stress enough, that's this, this wing T offense, a lot of misdirection. Ball's going one way, coming back the other. It's
0: yeah, they got about they half do? of it
2: back. It's fourth
0: down now. Fourth down and five, so a little more than half. From inside the 50-yard line on the Explorer side of things, 47-yard line into punt, Well, should I say remaining on the field of play to punt, is number 12, Mike Alley. Jones back to receive for the Explorers, high snap. Alley kicks it end over end, and it bounces out of bounds inside the 20 yard line at the 17. The Explorers will start their drive at their own 17 yard line, 338 to play second quarter. Guys, this Pensbury team last year went to the semifinals of the PIAA state playoffs. They lost to St. Joseph's Prep, the eventual state champions at the quad A level. They lost an incredible back, a guy that just gashed up and down the field all day long. Charles Snorway, he is now at Rutgers University as a freshman running back there. Last year he put up staggering numbers 309 carries, 2,774 yards and just wait for it. 3-8. Huh. 38 touchdowns last year.
2: Unbelievable.
0: A lot to replace. Now up the middle comes Cy Madden on the inside handoff from Ferguson. He'll get a yard. Second and nine upcoming. That's a lot to replace certainly, guys. And We saw a low-scoring game last week against Council Rock South. They beat Council Rock South
2: 13-6. to With a guy like Ruprecht, though, I mean... Different we type of back him. than Snorway, yeah. yes. Yep. Right. But that that just that down downward running style that he has, just oh downhill.
0: Yep, he, he gets a lot of momentum going the right direction. Now two backs in the backfield. Two receivers out wide to the far side. Ferguson takes the snap. Not before a flag will be called. Movement on the offensive line. Dial the explorers back five. It'll be second and fourteen. From about their own 14. 2:57 to play. How are you guys running the offense right now, if you're Coach Steinmetz?
1: Personally, I'm looking to run the ball a little bit. Of course, we saw last week Cy Madden. You know, he can get you first down, just about any down and distance. Um, but looks, I would think you'd want to be more conservative, run some time off the clock, and keep this. S- somewhat slow-moving Pensbury offense, uh, contained with a lot, a lot less time to work with.
0: Inside handoff to Madden, gets a couple yards, one maybe two, and now a flag will be thrown in the backfield, likely a hold. We'll await the call from the official as they deliberate. And actually, after the play was over, we're going to have a personal foul against Pensbury. And that is just
2: a huge call, guys. Bob, I didn't catch the number, but it looked sort of like uh defender from Pensbury came in late after that handoff and just nailed Ferguson. Sort of unintentionally. Well, I can't say unintentionally, but um, I'm thinking just back too to late. that. that the, the call that came up in the Eagles game, you know, with the, the whole read option kind of deal with coming in and hitting the quarterback late.
0: Sure. Terrell Suggs there it is. on Sam there it Bradford. Is. Now a first and 10 from the 30-yard line. Isaiah Jones in motion. He'll get the screen play, and it's dropped. Coming up with it was Rob Daly. He thought it was a lateral, but definitely a good yard to yard and a half in front of where the ball was released, where that ball eventually hit the ground. And so, uh, so it will be an incomplete pass. Second and 10 from the 30-yard line upcoming. But guys, I was saying, it's a huge call, I, I can't stress that enough because you would have had Pennsburg getting the ball back very likely around their 50 yard line we'll say for round numbers here with about two minutes left and an opportunity to get back in the game and get the ball to begin the second half. Now instead LaSalle has it, better field position and an opportunity to go down the field and potentially score again before the half. Just a huge call to have that personal foul and, and give the Explorers a first down. Second and 10 now, two receivers set out wide. Ferguson comes across the middle, through the hands of Heaton. And a really veteran play by number seven, Rob Daly. Just a little bit of a tug of the jersey in the back, outside of the purview of the official, just enough. Just enough. And he threw off the concentration of Heaton. A really good defensive play by Rob Daly. Third and 10 now, 210 to play. Two timeouts remaining for Pensbury, so an opportunity here if LaSalle runs the ball to stop the clock here and and get it back with a little under two minutes to play, all told, after the punt and recovery. Play clock down to four, handed off inside and fumbled. Ferguson able to scoop it up and goes down at the 28 yard line. So a loss of three, but could have been a lot worse. That's the second botched exchange between Cy Madden and Chris Ferguson. Something to talk about at the half here, but certainly uh, some defense now to play before that half comes about.
1: And Pensbury also took a timeout there with 1.59 left. They will be getting the ball back uh, after the LaSalle punt.
0: Certainly good timeout there from Pensbury, an opportunity to get the ball back, like you said, Andrew, you wonder if they open things up a little bit. I mean, if they get the ball back at the 30-yard line, uh, as good as Chris Ruprecht is, that's not his spot to run the ball. Uh, you gotta move the ball down the field in links and cha- in first down by first down. So we will see, perhaps, Pensbury come out of their shell a little bit here with one fifty nine to play in the first half.
2: If there's any chance for me to, to make good on my bet about
1: that over-under two, <laughs> this is, this is going to be it. You'd have to think they would be digging down into the playbook. While they have gotten some big runs, it's uh, more consistent inside zones for them.
0: Mike Rasek, short punt, going to land at about the 45 and bounces up to the 30, 30, 35-yard uh, line, so 45-35. to 35. And Andy McFarland loses his helmet on the return, gets it up to the 39.
1: Good coverage by LaSalle special teams there.
0: 151 clock stoppage after that return. Mike Rassic has been the beneficiary a couple times of some low short punts that land and take a big hop. It was a great play by McFarland to see that and pick it up so that it didn't it, that could have run and rolled another 7 to 10 yards, guys. Let's see what they do. They come out once again in their wing T formation. Mike Alley under center. Here's the fake. Down the field streaking, Isaiah Jones unable to make the play and it's caught at the 30, down inside the 20 and tackled at the 15 yard line. Number 84 Vinnie Radimus with his first reception of the game, the first reception for any Panthers receiver. And they are moving down the field now with 1.41 to play in the first half.
1: Falcons reaching back into their playbook there and pulling out one of the the few pass plays it seems that they do have, and it works to to perfection. Got got the tight end in uh, behind the coverage. You know, you lull the defense to sleep with this wing tee style running up the middle, running outside offense.
0: They fooled the Explorers. I'm not really sure why they did. I mean, you gotta have someone back. It's pretty much the same play they ran before, and you know that they're gonna try to move the ball down the field. Now an inside handoff to Dalton Hose. He goes nowhere, in fact, goes backwards. A loss of one. It'll be second and 11.
1: Clock ticking down now 113 and counting. They'll call
0: it a second and twelve. This from the 17-yard line. Explorers first time defending their own red zone here. As Pensbury's moved the football down. Dalton Hose cuts inside. Up past the 15-yard line to the 14, a gain of three. It'll be third and nine and a timeout called by Pensbury. their final of the first half. Plenty of time for Pensbury here. Not sure what we'll see in terms of uh, in terms of Mike Galley as the place kicker, how long of a range he has. If they were to go no further, it would be a 31-yard field goal. They have plenty of time as well. 52 seconds here remaining in the first half. Yes, no timeouts, but Plenty of time if they make a quick decision to get that team on the field and, and kick it uh, before any clock would run out.
2: At, at this point, with no timeouts and you know a third down situation, I, I mean, do they pass? Again, you, you saw it work once. I think that really
0: depends on your confidence in your kicking game. If you don't have confidence in your kicking game, you could run the ball, try to get half back, and then go for it on fourth down. I think this play call will tell us a lot about the confidence of Galen Snyder in his play-kicking game. Mike Galley under center. Ruprecht directly behind him. And Dalton Hose to Ruprecht's left. And before we get the play, we'll have a timeout by the LaSalle Explorers. So a little quid pro quo, strategic elements of this remainder of the first half. Explorers trying to defend their red zone and keep pensbury off the board
2: coach steinman's wanting to get a good look at how pensbury was lining up there i think talking to his defense now make some proper adjustments
0: now let's say guys that pensbury gets three four yards i continue to do this i I love throwing this out there if you're the south you burn a timeout Do you burn the timeout to, in theory, get the ball back after whether it be a field goal kick or or first a fourth down uh, failure to
2: convert? I think, you know, Pensbury gets the ball to start the second half as well. I think you're happy with how the half settles. Going into the locker room with the lead, play action fake.
0: Avoiding some tacklers as Alley runs into his own guy, breaks another tackle, now goes down at the 10. Down to 41 seconds and counting. Fourth down, they'll quickly get back there. It looks like they're gonna go for it. They're trying to catch the Explorer defense off guard. They snap it, they send it off to Hose. Can't get by the defender, ball is fumbled. Doesn't matter, it'll be a turnover at the 11, make it 12 yard line. And great job by the Explorers to seal off the edge. They tried the misdirection once again. Hose could not get to the outside and turn the corner. LaSalle takes over on downs, 24 seconds to play in the first half.
1: And LaSalle's defense staying very disciplined there, again with that all that motion going on that Pensbury's trying to use to confuse the Explorer defense, especially on the, the quick snap and getting to the line quickly. Uh, Explorers defense holds strong. Guys, they got about half back.
0: It got to be fourth and four, and they quickly ran up to the line, and Rob, that was the reason I asked the question, is how much confidence do they have in their place kicking? I think that will determine the play call, and I think we got our answer.
2: Obviously not much.
0: 24 seconds to play. I anticipate the Explorers taking a knee, as they do. That'll be the last snap of the first half. Ferguson takes the knee and the Explorers will go in with a 7-0 lead. Pensbury to get the ball here in the second half. Andrew, your thoughts on the first half here. We have a a very, very different game than what we saw last week at North Penn. What have you seen out of both these teams so far?
1: It's been all ground and pound it seems. Uh, You know, LaSalle taking a couple shots as well as Pensbury, but the big story has been uh, offensive and defensive line matchups, and uh, both teams have been doing a pretty good job of Keeping each other at bay as we go into the half time, into half at seven uh, nothing. So, looks like it's going to continue to be a battle in the trenches, and you know, hopefully, we'll uh, see where it goes from here.
0: And Rob, now for the second half. Yeah. Andrew broke down the first mm-hmm. half. Do we see any changes? Do you think either team comes out of their shell a little bit? Pensbury gets the ball to start the second half, like we mentioned. Uh, what do you anticipate seeing in that first series and the first couple series for each team?
2: In terms of Pensbury coming out, I, you know, it's still a seven-nothing game, so it's still well at hand. You know, they're not going to have to change anything too much in, in terms of what they like to do and with running, grounding, and pounding. Um, so I, I think they come out and look a lot. Like they did in the first half, um, obviously wanting to get more uh, running room for Rubrecht and you know sort of stay stay to their stay true to their game. And in terms of LaSalle, I, you know they they need to clean up some some communication issues there in the backfield and make sure those exchanges are clean uh, between Cy and, and Ferguson. But you know I, I like what they're doing. I I'd, I'd like to see them establish the run a little bit more in the second half um, and sort of get that going. But yeah. 7-0, your
0: halftime score. The Explorers connected on a touchdown pass from Chris Ferguson to Nick Ranella That's Ferguson's second touchdown pass of the year. We'll take a quick break here. Come back in a few minutes for our halftime show. Again, our City Year Philadelphia Question of the Day. Antonio Brown, 33 consecutive games of five receptions and 50 yards receiving. That is an all-time record. Who has the second most all-time consecutive games with five catches, 50 yards receiving consecutively, like we said. At Bob Long Sports is your place to answer. You can win some great LaSalle merchandise. Tiebreaker, how many games did this gentleman do it in? We'll be right back with the halftime show. This is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School football. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, L-Mark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. L-Mark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at LMarkSigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's LMarkSigns.com. 610-692-0525. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag makebetterhappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between, However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker at PNC Bank. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 856-489-2750 or at robert.f.long@pnc.com. At I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Again, the number is 856-489-2750. Bob Long, a commercial banker at PNC, helping make your businesses grow. Soccer is the fastest-growing sport in America.
1: It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Vuvuzela, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live, interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Vuvuzela every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports.
0: Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports, and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. It's the halftime show here on Bob Long Sports. LaSalle College High School football all season long. Tune in at BobLongSports.com. You can hit us up at BobLongSports on Twitter as well and join our Facebook page. We'll be here all year long for LaSalle College High School athletics and including The big matchup next week. A lot of work to do here for the Explorers in the second half. Nothing to look forward to, but anytime you play DeMatha, one of the best programs in high school football in the country, it gets your blood boiling a little bit. We will be down there in Landover, Maryland to call that game. Very excited to be down there for that. So that's our next program in terms of football. Tomorrow we will be on at 3.30 p.m. Live from Lower Bartley Field on the campus of LaSalle College High School where LaSalle Soccer will be taking on WC Rustin. In uh, a game, they had a big game against Saint uh, against Father Judge tonight. Do not know the final score of that. Um, we can get on that. But a big year for Coach McCaffrey's team. They had a big win last weekend, five nothing, and uh, we're excited to cover them. As well, let's get back to this here tonight, though, guys. This is both your first time on the air, and uh, Andrew Zorilli. Let's start with you. You're a senior here. You're our first student to be involved with the broadcasting club here at La Salle. We're very excited about that. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you came to be interested in what we're doing here.
1: Um, well, thank you, Bob. Uh, growing up, I've just, I've loved uh, watching sports. And, you know, I always do. You know, everyone kind of, I guess growing up, does their own kind of broadcasting thing when they're watching, especially, I know, my favorite team, the Eagles, is a lot of local, local favorite team. Um, absolutely love football. Absolutely love basketball, calling games, uh, to myself even, and, you know, noticing concepts and things like that at home. And finally heard about this opportunity. Uh, I was listening last week uh, to the broadcast and I absolutely loved it, Um, was able to get in contact with you, and I'm very excited to be here. I'm looking forward to being a part of the team for the rest of the year.
0: Absolutely, and it's, it's great to get student involvement. If there's anyone else out there that's listening right now, just like Andrew was last weekend, and you think, this is something for me, I want to get involved, Get in touch with me at Bob Long Sports or you can email me Bob at Boblongsports.com or certainly you can find Chris Carabello's email address on the LaSalle College High School website. That's org. Let's go to you now, Rob. You are not a senior at LaSalle and neither am I, but you are a LaSalle graduate and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got interested in what we're doing here.
2: Correct, Bob. I'm so I'm two thousand six graduate uh, of LaSalle. Um enjoyed my time there, obviously stayed connected with the the school and the community, but after graduating, you know, went out to Pittsburgh and Duquesne University for a few years and um, experienced the sports scene out there, majored in journalism, so this sort of thing has always been of interest to me, Um, obviously with, you know, also grew up a sports fan as well, so it's, it's easy to get into sports and get passionate about them and to be able to write about that kind of stuff and and do this kind of thing is always a uh, sort of been a dream, uh, something you wanted. I wanted to get involved with. So, um, but have been down in D.C. for the last few years, actually. So that sort of prevented me from ever being able to reach out and, and kind of trying to do this with you. So uh, excited to, to finally be back up in the area and, and able to participate and, and hopefully you know get the hang of this kind of thing absolutely so. we're
0: happy to have both you guys here in the studio you guys have been great so far and excited to see the analysis you bring to the second half and thank you for helping me out here in studio as well now rob you have a website as well that you handle and do on a day-to-day week-to-week basis tell us a little
2: bit about that if you would sure thank you for the for letting me do the plug so it's fully covered um, go by the shorthand fcs if you will uh you know follow it on twitter um, it it's just, you know, it, it's my opportunity to, to sort of develop a brand and and write about sports, any and everything. I'm, you know, I try to cater, be a little biased towards the Philly crowd because uh, I, I know where my readers are. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's just an opportunity to express myself, offer opinions, hot takes, some news as well, and, and just sort of... Um, work on the craft, and I, I really enjoy doing it. So it's it's fully covered and appreciate uh, any visitors and readers, and always love the comments and all that good stuff. So,
0: good for you, man. That's great. Now this game itself, we have the Pensbury band on the field, we have about six and a half minutes until we get back to play. We talked a little bit about what we expect to see in the second half. Uh, I think you'll see LaSalle, first of all, they'll have to make a defensive stop, but uh, the opportunities to get Cy Madden involved even more. I think you saw a little bit of a hole in the Pensbury defense at times when he was able to gash the ball right up the middle, and that is by keeping guys outside. They have a very open offense, and they like to run him outside off the tackle, and they'll continue to do that for sure but opportunities in the middle of their defense I think could provide opportunity for this LaSalle team and for Pensbury I think what they need to do all offensively is open it up a little bit and I'm not saying change your style I'm not saying completely abandon what you're doing but this isn't a LaSalle defensive line that'll get worn down easily and I think they will need to go a little bit more outside I think the misdirection plays are working and it'll be a challenge for coach Steinmetz at halftime to try to figure that out but those are some of my thoughts going into the second half, and I think we'll see very much a chess match in terms of the adjustments made at halftime. We'll take a quick break here, come back on the other side, and when you hear us next, it'll be time for football in the second half. This is Bob Long sports coverage of LaSalle College High School football. We will be right back. Lmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Lmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Lmark delivers high quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610 692 0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you ElmarkSigns.com Your choice for custom signs and design second half here, LaSalle versus Pensbury, live from Plymouth White Marsh High School home opener here for the Explorers 7-0 Explorers lead over Pensbury and we talked a little bit at half about the opportunity that exists here for LaSalle in the second half, certainly if they were able to make a stop early here to get their running attack back underway to this point, Pensbury has continued their We said ground and pound, and that's certainly an apt term for what they do and the way they operate. Uh, Pensbury, I I think, needs to open it up a little bit here in the second half if they want the opportunity to get back into the game. Again, only a one-possession game, though, so one turnover and anything in terms of a field position game that LaSalle gives up, whether it be via turnover or something else, uh, could put Pensbury in a very good spot here, but this LaSalle defense has appeared staunch so far. few minutes away from opening kick. A minute 52 and counting. Again, Bob Long, Andrew Zarelli, and Rob Stott alongside. And guys, this Pensbury team we saw them last year. Charles Norway, he's a guy that is no longer on the roster. He's up at Rutgers right now, and you're losing 38 touchdowns. Oh, okay. That's a lot of production to lose at this point. A lot of talented guys, though, that could still do things. You just don't have that one guy that you can count on on uh, every single down.
1: And that's absolutely right. I mean, 309 carries, you're, it's going to be very hard to replicate that with any one guy. Uh, and while they are doing a pretty good job, Pensbury, that is, of uh, you know, with the running back and fullback by committee, uh, definitely lost that uh, the big playability that uh, Charles brought to the offense last year. You think about that, though. that 38
2: touchdowns. Just think about that for a second. Staggering. 38 touchdowns in 15, 15 16 15 games, games, 13
0: and 2 last year. So
2: two a game, at least. Yep. A, little, a little more than two a game. And they, two and a I mean, half a game. They're coming in second game of the season. It's a game and a half they've played now, and, and what, they have two touchdowns on the year?
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. A, lot of,
2: a lot of production that they're, that
0: they're missing. Yep, in six quarters of play, two touchdowns. Absolutely. It's, it's a whole different ball game for this Pennsbury team. They're going to rely a lot more on the defense and the defense has been pretty good here tonight. You have to give them credit for that. Not a lot of size on the defensive line, but the quickness to get off blocks has been able to neutralize side Madden to some extent. Only 74 rushing yards for the Explorers in the first half compared to 80 for Pennsbury certainly of different variety more of a slashing type up the middle big gashing gains for the explorers they'll also drop some in the backfield as well pensbury a lot of up the middle downhill motion get two or three at a time
2: surprising stat of the first half though that we found out here um passing yards for this game who who would you who would you think going into the game would have the lead in passing yards at halftime.
0: I would say LaSalle, but I have a feeling that one Not completion the case. for Pens pensbury the made case. all the difference.
2: 43 yards uh, was, was the total for LaSalle in, in the first half on, on a couple of completions. One completion for Pennsbury, 46 yards. Yep,
0: Yep. It was a big one, that's for sure, and caught the LaSalle defense off guard, and I think in a situation like that in the fourth quarter, if it comes to that, I I certainly think that they'll be more prepared for a downfield attack, especially as Pennsburg is forced to open up their offensive playbook a little bit more. Ready for the kickoff here as LaSalle will kick off to Pensbury from left to right on your radio dial. It'll be Matt Savage number six to kick off for the Explorers. Rob Daly deep to return for Pensbury. Zeke Kershaw back as well. Daly sets up. Now five steps to his left. Hand up, of dresses the ball. And launches. Daly catches it at the six. Comes to his right towards the hash mark. Tackled on his way down past the 20 yard line. Sneaks up to the 24, all told. And the explorers are pumped. Kevin Lazioness, number 31, on the stop. They call this guy the Energizer Bunny, a guy he that is, is just everywhere. Come still in on
2: jumping as he's on the sideline now.
0: He will come in on nickel uh, situations and he will be a special teams do everything type guy. Real spark plug for this team, Kevin Laginas with the stop. Now our first look at the Falcons here in the second half. They'll start from their own 24 yard line first and 10. Under center, fakes the handoff, comes the lefty, slings it out wide, good move. Chris Ruprecht sneaks up past the first defender and gets about seven.
2: Pensbury opens the second half, passing the ball. And
0: that's the third throw of the night, Rob. So
1: the over wins. Um, like it'll be Pens- second and three. Sorry, uh, sorry to butt in there. Uh, it looks like Pensbury looking to throw the ball, kind of get the Explorers out of that lull they put them in where they've been you know, putting eight, nine guys in the box looking to uh, stop that fierce running attack from the wing T now looking to switch it up a little bit and catch the Explorers off guard.
0: It became clear that they needed to change the offensive mindset a little bit. Now up the middle is Ruprecht, bounces outside, bounces off another tackle out past the hash marks and brings it up to the 38 yard line. First down, Falcons. They'll spot him at the 37, which is still good enough for that first down. 11.03 to go third quarter, LaSalle leading seven nothing and Pensbury attacking left, uh, should say right to left on your radio dial. Late switch here for the Explorers, Corbin Melly into the game, coming off with a full head of steam is Vincenzo Peluzzi. Hand off to Daly, comes off tackle, sneaks past the defender, comes into the, the middle of the field, and down at about the 48-yard line of LaSalle, Jared Walls on the stop. Couple nice moves there from Rob uh, Rob Daly there, gentlemen
2: three big plays by Pensbury to open the second half, so Explorers' defense has to sort of clamp down here and put this to an end.
0: We're seeing a difference here from Pensbury. Starting to loosen up the locks a little bit on the LaSalle defense. Getting into space more. The fake again, it'll be another throw from the lefty. Well overthrown. And the coverage there by number four, Jared Walls. They were looking for Luke Snyder, son of head coach Galen Snyder. He's their best linebacker, led the team in tackles last year and led the team in tackles in their last game against Council Rock South. Have not seen a ton of him in terms of touches on the offensive end thus far.
3: 10-16
0: to play, first quarter, second and 10. Penridge inside LaSalle territory at the 48 yard line. Mike Galley under center. Jake Kenny the center. Three backs in the backfield and the ball is on the ground and LaSalle comes up with it. It was a botched exchange, group wrecked Thought Ally had the ball, Alley unable to keep it, and it's picked up by number five, Anthony Piscopo, the big defensive lineman for the Explorers. And that is a big change of possession early on here. Once again, LaSalle will start with good field position.
2: That, that is just a drive killer right there. I mean, Pensbury was marching the ball down the field and just one, one bad snap and one bad exchange and momentum's changed.
1: Anthony Piscopo also got to be pretty excited. Those I've been talking with some of those linemen in, uh, in classes uh, this past week, and they always tell me how much they love to get their hands on the ball. So uh, <laughs> definitely excited for him.
0: The shotgun handoff comes to Lajunesse, who's taking his first snap in the backfield. Shakes off an initial hit, gets about a yard on the play. Second and
3: nine.
0: Ranella and Lajunesse in the backfield. Seven, I should say 950 in counting in the third quarter. LaSalle still leads seven to nothing over Pensbury in the home opener here at Plymouth White Marsh. Ferguson in the shotgun. He's gonna take it himself, off tackle, gets about another yard. Second and eight, defense was ready for that one. The one thing about Ferguson, we know he can run a little bit, but he hasn't shown any deception when he has started to run the ball. He's been full bore ahead the whole time, and uh, I think a little bit of misdirection would allow that to be a little bit more effective than just catch and run right at the the right tackle, which we've seen him do a couple times.
1: Right, I agree with that. And earlier, you know, with the zone reads, the LaSalle had a few problems with uh, keeping the ball and and the the hands of the guys in the blue jerseys, um, but uh, Pennsbury now with their first turnover of the game and of the S.
0: And the shotgun again, Ferguson slant across the middle, finds number 13 Winston Eubanks who goes down at the 36 yard line, on first down for the Explorers. Easy pitch and catch there from Eubanks as the secondary safety, Rob Daly was playing off him, just a slant to the inside, and like I said, easy pitch, easy catch, and the Explorers are moving the ball down the field.
2: That's the kind of accuracy you like to see from Ferguson right there.
0: Trips, near side, ball on the near hash as well, very bunched up here. Ferguson and Madden in the backfield. Takes the shotgun snap wanted to give the ball to Heaton. Heaton wasn't available. Instead, he'll take it himself and a gain of approximately six yards to the 30-yard line. It'll be second and four for the Explorers. 8-10 to play in the third quarter with a 7-0 lead. That's a good job from Ferguson there. We haven't seen a ton of very difficult decisions for him. Again, a lot of easy pass plays, and like we saw on the flat there with Eubanks, that's something where he had to pull the ball and make a decision on the fly. Very well done from Chris Ferguson. Ferguson now takes a shotgun snap, comes near side, throws it, and it's broken up by number seven, Rob Daly, intended for number two, Charles Heaton. Good play by Daly. Liam Trainer into the game, Corbin Melli comes off. Third and
1: four. Question here now is do you hand it off or do you look to check it down to somebody, look for a little bubble screen as they've been doing a little bit in this game. Let's uh, see where the explorers go with this.
0: Two down territory, you'd have to think third and four from the 39, or from the 30 yard line and jumping. Our two defensive linemen for Pensbury That'll be offsides and negate any of our discussions. It'll be a first down for the Explorers at the 25.
1: Penalties have been killers for Pennsbury. We had the one on the, uh, there was a big run in the first half that got uh, brought back a good bit. It um, was still a first down, but all, it really killed the drive as opposed to being at the 22. I believe they were at, at about the 40-yard line and they ended up stalling out on that drive. And now, again, another big third and four Pensbury uh, can't stay onside and uh, give up the penalty. Inside the off to Side Madden, down to
0: the 10 yard line and down to the five. Gashes up the middle for 15 yards. Make it 19 as he gets all the way down to the six yard line. And guys, I talked about that. Going into the half, those lanes up the middle are open.
2: You know, as much as they like to use the speed in those blocks on the outside, that's that's what's been working for him tonight. I, I think you gotta stick with that. And Again to Madden, up the, up
0: the middle, touchdown Cy Madden. And there it is. he gets it up the middle and uh, two straight from Cy Madden. Goes to the same place, and that's the end zone. 14, I should say, 13 nothing. Explorers awaiting an extra point attempt by Matt Savage, and the Explorers hustled up to the line there. Quick snapped him, and Pensbury was not ready for it. 13 nothing. Explorers,
2: and that's a great answer to the turnover there. You got to come away with points on a on a situation like that, and the Explorers do it. Matt Savage into attempt
0: the extra point. Mike Wells will be the holder. Takes the snap, good hold. Up and good, 14-nothing Explorers. 7.29 to play in the third quarter. Decisive drive there, gentlemen. 52 yards gained in just about two minutes and the Explorers extend their lead to 14. Now a two touchdown game.
1: And again, the turnover being the huge the uh, factor in that, and now opening this game up to a two-possession game, you have to wonder, uh, you know, if Pensbury may have had a little bit more confidence in their kicking game. You know, maybe there was seven-three going into the halftime. Maybe they come out with a little bit of a different strategy um, and attack the Explorer defense differently. But uh, Lasalle taking advantage of the of the uh, opportunity and getting seven more points up on the board.
0: Very important for the Explorers to remember that. It is only a two touchdown game. Yes, this isn't a high flying explosive offense, but they were moving the ball last time they had the football, Pensbury that was, and it took a, a turnover to stop that, impede that progress, but now very important for the LaSalle defense to dig right back in as they have all game. Daly and Kershaw will be deep to receive. Matt Savage set to kick it from the 40 as they do in high school takes a few steps to his left, taps his right toe, arm in the air to make sure everyone's ready, addresses the ball and drills it low, and it's bobbled at the 10-yard line. Kershaw comes up with it, comes to the outside, wrapped up by the Explorers. And a decisive tackle inside the 20-yard line at the 18, which is where the Falcons will start their drive. That was number 14, Isaiah Jones on the stop as well. That's a kid that can do everything like we mentioned. He had one of the key plays in the first half, a third down and about four conversion, took it way off, or a fourth and four conversion, I should say, took it off the outside, led to the eventual touchdown to Nick Ranella. And now a big play there. He's been all over the place, and he will be roaming the secondary as well. 7.21 to play. Mike Galley under center. Handed off inside. Ruprecht breaks off one tackle. Takes three Explorers to wrap him up. He gets four.
1: And uh, one point of note. uh, Like we mentioned at the top of the broadcast, Pensbury only threw the ball two times in their last game. Uh, The first half, they threw the ball two times, and then in the first two minutes of uh, this third quarter, they threw the ball twice. Uh, So now we'll look to see if they continue to evolve and, again, get out of their shell, um, continue to evolve their offense into more of a passing attack.
0: And here we go, guys. This is number 40, Mike Ruprecht, who is down on the ground, and this could really be... A Tough turn for Pensbury for whatever reason. He's unable to continue in this game. He's their leading rusher this season He gets the most carries pretty much every single game
2: and they're looking at his right leg It looks like it, from, it's hard to tell from here But it kind of looks like they're stretching him out. I don't know maybe if he's cramping him Yeah, it does look more like a cramp from here
0: Rob and that would certainly be good news It's a hot muggy night still early September football and with that comes some very hot temperatures and like you said cramping See how quickly he can get back on the field here. But trainer's still stretching him out.
2: And anytime he's off the field, that's that's huge news for the Explorers.
0: Again, Chris Ruprecht injured right now. We'll take a quick break, come back on the other side. Seven oh seven to play. LaSalle leads fourteen to nothing. You're listening to Explorer Football right here on Bob Long Sports. LMark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, LMARK Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag Happen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Welcome back here, 7.07 to play. Pensbury set to take the snap after Ruprecht was walked off the field. Handoff up the middle. It'll be about four yards, very close to the first down. We'll see what they give them here. It'll be third. And we'll say about one here. Tough angle here. It looks like it was right near the sticks. Third and a half yard to go.
1: Good news for Pensbury. Uh, Rubrik was able to walk off the field under his own power, so it does appear that it is a cramp, and uh, Pensbury is hoping to get him back in the game soon.
0: We'll keep an eye on him, see when he's able to come back in the game. Meanwhile, 6.40 and counting, third and one. Big third down here for Pensbury. LaSalle crowd getting up, and before a snap, we'll have a timeout. and it will only be momentary that one deemed by the officials and right back to play the handoff to the inside cutting back is number 47 Snyder, Snyder unable to get to the outside how about the pursuit by the Explorers to cause the loss that's Nick Ronella coming out of the defensive back secondary core great play there And a little bit too much east and west for Luke Snyder. Fourth down now coming up for Pensbury. (laughs) Under six to play here in the third quarter. 14-0 LaSalle leads. And it looks like we're missing a guy. Pensbury missing a guy. Now dashing onto the field at the last minute is Chris Jackson, the senior linebacker. Mike Alley back to punt. Six to seconds to go on the play clock. Bad snap. He's able to recover and a nice boot. It'll come down at about the 40-yard line, caught by Ronella. One step back now brings it across the 42 at to about the 43-yard line where he scrummed upon and will be taken down. There are 20 guys in that scrum, gentlemen. That's that's about the biggest pile,
2: dog pile you're going to see on a punt.
0: <laughs> there were two Falcons at about the opposing 30-yard line. Everyone else was in that scrum. A flag did come down as well. We'll see what that flag was, but that is about as big a scrum as you'll ever see. Absolutely, uh, unless you're out watching rugby on some Saturday afternoon. That's about as big a scrum as you'll see. Still awaiting the penalty here. Quite the deliberation. You wonder if they're thinking about picking this one up. Three referees now attending to the discussion. Going to have a dead ball foul. It will be a personal foul against the LaSalle Explorers, which will significantly impede their progress and actually we will have one against Pensbury as well. So those will offset. Slap on the wrist, a glorified slap on the wrist for both, uh, both teams. Don't do that again, and oh, by the way, we won't penalize either yet. So no harm, no foul. I don't know if that really applies here, but the Explorers will take over at their own 42 yard line with Chris Ferguson in the shotgun. Trips to the near side outside. And now the handoff up the middle. Cy Madden takes some contact initially, turns the legs and gets three yards up to the 45.
1: One thing to notice, matchup-wise, the Explorers there had uh, trips to the right, and there was only uh, one corner down on, I believe it was Nick Rinallo, who was the uh, frontmost man in the in the bunch, and a one safety over the top. So it would appear that, and the, I'm sorry, the linebackers were also kind of committing to the middle, looking for that Sire uh, Madden run. Um, so. Look for that matchup on the outside again, those numbers games for the South.
0: Now we'll put a tight end here on the line. Two receivers out wide, three-step drop. Oh, It's tipped up off Liam Trainer. Liam Trainer was looking to make the catch, and it was almost intercepted. Falls to the ground harmlessly.
2: One thing to note on that play, I I don't know if Ferguson just didn't see it, but uh, Eubanks was outside. He had Daly over the top, but Daly was playing a good 20 yards off of him. That's a, I mean, if he's going to keep playing like that, you got to look for some quick, quick screen passes out there or something, take advantage of that. That was a, that was a huge cushion.
0: Third and seven could be an opportunity for that.
2: The need to advance
0: the ball past midfield to about the 47-and-a-half yard line.
1: And Chris, Ferguson comes up, and Chris Ferguson comes off the field there. So
0: Now it will be Isaiah Jones. His first option here is a Wildcat up the middle, running through to the 40-yard line, down to the 35, made a few men miss. And the athleticism of Isaiah Jones on third and seven, able to get the Explorers a first down and then some. Down to the 35 of the Falcons. They'll leave Jones in for the time being as the Wildcat operator we will see if he's able to throw a ball here. He has not, to this point, thrown the ball. Last weekend, they really struggled with him in the limited opportunities he had as the Wildcat quarterback. Lost a bunch of yards, a couple penalties, just weren't in sync, and now already looking a lot better with Jones as the quarterback. Nearly fumbled the ball. Swings, swings it out wide. He's got a lot of room if he makes the first man miss. Cannot
1: quite do that. Wrapped up. And it was a low snap all, as well on that play, uh, making it a little difficult for the Wildcat man back there to catch the ball cleanly and make the play the way it's designed to uh, be executed.
0: It was Joe Maurer, number 17 for Pensbury, diving at the heels of Isaiah Jones, able to trip him up a yard behind the line of scrimmage. And Jones gets a big round of applause from the LaSalle faithful as he comes back off the field. And you get the feeling that this is something that they're going to commit to more. and they're, very, they're committed to already, but you'll see more and more throughout the season. Ferguson back into the game, inside handoff to side Madden takes on the first hit, full bore, and dives forward for another yard. Gain of three. Third and eight upcoming. Three twenty-three to go in the third quarter. LaSalle still retaining the fourteen to nothing lead over Pensbury.
1: Get on that play. We saw trips to the right and. Uh... It seems as the uh, second man, not the slot, not the nearest uh, man nearest to the line of scrimmage, but the man in the middle of the slot and the outside receiver uh, had the corner on him. Now, it looks like this play they'll be pressing on the outside, uh, but there's definitely an opportunity open there for a screen pass.
0: Handoff inside the Jones, cuts it outside. Madden, I should say, down to the 20 and down to the 10. It'll be called back with a fly. He walks into the end zone, he doesn't see it yet. There will be a hold called against the Explorers at about the 10-yard line, blocking downfield. The hold will bring them back to about the 20-yard line, but quite the run
2: from Cy Madden, number 15 for the Explorers. He looked bottled up in the middle there and was just able to bounce that to the outside, and he was off. That's a really unfortunate flag, but great skill by, by uh, Cy.
0: And the head referee... We'll make it official. Holding now, called against the offense. Ball will be spotted just inside the 20 yard line at the 19. Corbin Melly into the game. They'll bring the tight end Liam Trainer out for this play. Chris Ferguson gets the signal from the sideline, now addresses the huddle. Breaks the huddle with 20 seconds to play on the play clock. 2.47 to play in the third quarter. 14-point cushion for the Explorers here at home. Two men in the backfield. Inside handoff to side, Cuts it up the middle into, inside the 15 to the 10. Tackled down at the five-yard line, and the Explorers have another
1: first down. And you got to think with the Explorers moving the ball here as they get closer and closer to the goal line, even a field goal here where well it does look like they will punch it in. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll stop there. They're, they're going to quick snap it here. Quick I'm snap
0: back. inside. Down about to the four-yard line. Give it a, call it a yard gain from Cy Madden. They tried to go right back to the inside handoff, and how do you blame them? They haven't stopped it yet so far this
1: half. Going back to what I was saying real quick, if this gets out to a 21-point lead, it's going to be really tough for Pensbury to come back, especially with the style of offense they're accustomed to. 2-13
0: and counting here in the third quarter. LaSalle, second down and goal from the four-yard line. Winston Eubanks comes out wide, two receivers to the near side. Down to one, snap, hand off to si Madden, cuts it upfield, gets it inside the two to about the one. It'll be third and goal from about, we'll call it the one and a half yard line. A chance to really put this one away here, gentlemen. Uh, not certainly not over to this point 12 minutes to play after the conclusion of this third quarter But we haven't seen the ability of this Pennsbury offense to strike quickly and to have a 21 point cushion If that indeed happens here on the next two plays Lusau will Sawa put themselves in a very good spot
2: Now Bob, I know you like the hypotheticals, but if this gets stopped here What are you doing on fourth? I would kick it, but we will see what they end up
0: doing Timeout by Pensbury. They'll talk it over, and I'll explain to you the reason I would kick it. One, it's a three-score game at that point. I think you take that at this point versus two. Two, you haven't seen any confidence in Pensbury in their place kicking. I think that was evidenced by their play call at the other end of the field when they were down inside the 10. And uh, and all that goes to say that if you're trying to win a football game here, yes, to get that close and not punch it in, I think, is a little disappointing. But... You think about time and score, and I think at that point you're kicking,
2: for sure. I'm I'm with you there. The only positive I see, you can't even call it a positive. They do, they do go for it on fourth and miss, is that you are pinning Pensbury back so far into their own, uh, you know, side of the field here that, you know, and their struggle to move the ball, with the exception of that first drive. Um, Sure. You know, it's going to be it would be a really tall task for them to try to drive 98. 90-some yards down the field and, you know, safety's there. You never know. <laughs> That's true. That's you also you still. Can't, th- you can't play for the safety. but See, but Rob,
0: even if they do get a safety, it's still only a two-possession game.
1: I was just going to yeah. say that with the two two-point conversions. Pensbury would still only be dialed of it by uh, two scores. Third and goal from the two-yard
0: line. Under center for the first time this season is Chris Ferguson. Hands it off to Cy Madden. Pushes up the middle. Can he get the push? No signal from the referee yet. And they will call it fourth down from inside the one. They have not called it a touchdown. It's fourth
2: down. We've been...
3: We We had had a false
2: applause from the fans there because the the official in the back of the end zone puts two fourth down signals up. And they'll
0: go for it on fourth down. Hand it off to Madden again. He doesn't get the push. He is short, and the Explorers turn it over on downs at the one-yard line. Pensbury stands up strong, and the defense has executed a goal-line stand.
1: And again, as you mentioned, you know, you have the opportunity to go up three scores there. Uh, I, I guess when you, when you do have guys like Cy Madden in the backfield, you have confidence in them being able to get a yard on fourth down, but uh, Coach Steinmetz, uh doesn't get it that time.
0: The first two times we've seen the Explorers go under center, and the offensive line did not get the push, whether those two events are related or not. It looked like a pretty clean handoff. And now up the middle, Ruprecht back into the game gashes the Explorers for 11 yards and a first down. Out to the 12 we go, and you wonder now a little bit of momentum for Pensbury how much that moment will impact the final score of this game, and certainly Pensbury's efforts to come back.
2: And I know I was advocating for that, not necessarily advocating, but you know, mentioning that whole going for it on fourth there, but the, the feeling of punching it into the end zone obviously does a lot more for your sideline than kicking it, but yeah, that, that now, you know, hindsight that field goal does look good. Three score game and it's not the case anymore.
0: And now faking the handoff is Alley. Allie gets past two defenders and sneaks by another tackler. He gets three yards as he came off tackle to the outside. Explorers had a few opportunities to get him in the backfield or right at the line of scrimmage. Allie with some toughness there. Final play here in the third quarter as we tick under five seconds to play. And now that is the end of the third quarter. Explorers lead 14 to nothing over Pensbury in the home opener here from Plymouth-White Marsh High School, LaSalle 1-0 in the year, Pensbury also 1-0, Pensbury with a 13-6 win last weekend against Council Rock South. LaSalle with a 24-12 win against North Penn, the Knights that Classic opening game that we've seen each of the last five years. Now another non-league game for the Explorers and an opportunity to go 2-0 here. Their defense has been really, really good all
2: night. That it has, and they they have an opportunity now. You know, getting into the fourth quarter, you got a big stop here. After that that momentum killing effort there on the goal line that just couldn't couldn't come to fruition. But you know, now the defense
1: has to step up and do their job. And the defense has also been in kind of a bend, don't break uh, kind of. Uh, they've had that kind of feel to them all night, as you know, with uh, Pensbury getting down close inside uh, the 10-yard line and not being able to punch it in, and Lasalle getting the ball back uh, before the end of half, at the end of the half, um, and also a couple penalties helping out the Explorer defense, uh, as well as the fumble uh, around the 50-yard line that led to the 52-yard drive, uh, where Lasalle scored there, I believe, was their second touchdown. Um, so now we'll look to see uh, if Lasalle's defense can. Pitch the shutout for the rest of, this, uh, rest of this game this fourth quarter. And we'll see that drive continue
0: from the 16 yard line. It's second and seven. Mike Alley under center. Hands off to the inside. Not a lot of room. Wrapped up is Ruprecht. He'll get about three. Call it four. Third and two upcoming. Just about time to release the answer to our City or Philadelphia trivia question. At the conclusion of this drive, I know I have Rob thoroughly stumped. Now the third down play, pitched outside to Daly. He has room and gets to the line, and a half a yard past it, just enough for the first down. Pensbury moves the chains. First down, first down. First down on the
3: play by Nick Renner.
0: They'll start this set of downs from the 23-yard line. Long way to go here for Pensbury. A slow, methodical offense. Trails by 14 with 11-10 and counting here in the final quarter of play and regulation. Alley under center, again that wing T formation we've seen all day. Faking the handoff, they're going up top. Incidental contact. As going down was the receiver, he wants a penalty. It was incidental contact as Mario Verani, his legs tripped up and caught up with number 29, Greg Lichtenstein, the tight end and a guy we've seen in the secondary tonight for Pensbury as well. And that's a call, if you're a Pensbury fan, is, is just a no call There is really disappointing and um, infuriating. But that is one of those you things it, you yeah. see it
2: called a lot, incidental. You won it. It was just two guys running for the ball. They weren't climbing on top of each other, holding on to each other. It was, it was just, just, just legs, legs getting caught. That's all.
0: Absolutely, Rob. Right call there. Second and ten now from the 23-yard line. Hand off inside to of Ruprecht. Makes one man miss and then bowls over another guy. He will run that one for seven yards. It'll be third and three coming up from about the 30-yard line. They need the 33-yard line. Big spot in this game, needless to say. Not a ton of possessions left in this game. Two running offenses. The clock is not stopping a lot. We've had a quick game here so far. Very important for Pennbury to make these possessions count. Third and three inside handoff to Rubrecht again. The initial... Contact didn't have it. The second push. He might be able to get it. He is right at the sticks. We'll see what the referee says. They wave the chains forward. First down by about a half a yard. Chris Ruprecht. That second effort that he's had all night has been really impressive.
2: It's just been so tough to take down and just his oh man, his bottom half keeps the, the motor going and does enough to get it there. Now Ally
0: under center once more. Fakes the handoff, comes up the middle. Explorers, we're gonna stop in the backfield. A two yard loss, it'll be second and 12. It was Dalton Hose on the carry. Second and 12 coming up from the 31 yard line. We are under 10 minutes to play in the final quarter. Explorers still leading 14 to nothing. Falcons of Pensbury moving left to right on your radio dial. Play action. The lefty comes back. Wide open in the flat is Luke Snyder. Up to the 45. Spin move to the 48 and wrapped up by three explorers there. But what a play call there from Galen Snyder. He draws up a play and taps his own kid's number.
2: Nice throw there from Mike Galley as well. And that's the kind of move in this wing tee where You know, all the misdirection guys go in different ways. You can just sort of lose sight of someone, and and that's what what Snyder did there. Falcons continuing to matriculate
0: the ball. At their own 48, they'll start first and 10. Explorers with five on the line. Another play action. Slipping out. And the throw. All the way down to the
2: 38-yard line. Catch made there. Andy McFarlane he just went up and grabbed that one out of the air
0: another first down here for Pensbury and they are moving the ball through the air
1: 38 <laughs> yard line
3: here
1: and you have to think Pensbury will keep going to the air here a little bit as we hit uh, 839 here in the fourth quarter and counting um, you know might get a couple more possessions I mean at, at least one more uh, probably for Pensbury unless little able to run the clock out
0: Rob Daly bounces it outside after getting the handoff. The stiff arm can't get by Mario Verani who wraps him up with the help of Isaiah Jones and Austin Lemke. That'll be a yard loss, second and 11 upcoming for the Falcons of Pensbury.
1: Now for almost the whole game, the Explorers have kind of been in the attack mode of going after the... Uh the running lanes and trying to lock up the run game. Now you have to stay on your toes a little bit more and sit back and look for the pass. Um, as you know, they seem to be drawing up more, uh, more and more passing plays.
0: Second and 11 from the 41. Play action again. He can't get out of trouble this time. Down goes Alley in the backfield. Kohler, Setley with the sack. Just a yard loss, it'll be third and 12. And a huge spot here because for as good as this drive has been, they've had the ball all quarter. They've already bled four and a half minutes off the clock just in this quarter here. They need two scores. And you would assume would need a stop at some point unless they might go with an onside kick. Again, depending on how long this scoring drive takes, they may have to do that. Now the inside handoff to number 30 who can't get anywhere. He made a few men miss, but went way too far east and west. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. That is it. It'll be fourth and 12, and it's decision time here for Pensbury. You'd have to think that they would go for it, but I think I would be wrong if I would have to think that. It is. It's certainly they're not a high-strike offense, and fourth and long is not good for them. So they're going to try to pin LaSalle deep, but if I'm LaSalle, I would not... Be surprised if there's a fake on here. I'll be prepared for that. Six thirty-four. They'll be punting from their forty-yard line. No. Alley takes the snap, kicks it. It'd be well served to let that go. Hops up at the two-yard line, down to the one, and a key block from Isaiah Jones as they were trying to. Recovered at the one. They had a Falcon in pursuit. He would have gotten there, but a last second block by number 14, Isaiah Jones, has that ball roll one more just cylinder, one more rotation, an inch, and into the end zone. Just
2: an inch into the end zone for the touchback there. Little things,
1: guys. Little things like that can change a game. It's a cliche, but football's a game of inches. Um, and right there, I guess we get a first hand look at that. Guys, I tell you, I'm up
0: here watching that play, and I see that ball have backspin, and I see Isaiah Jones sprinting back towards that ball. I'm thinking, what are you doing? But he went back for the block, and he saw it a lot better than we did. What a heady play from Jones. Now the outside toss sweep. This is to Ranella, cuts upfield. A gain of one to the 21-yard line. It'll be second and nine with 6.12 to play. Two timeouts remaining for Pensbury. Well, Sal likely to keep the ball on the ground and waste 25 seconds in between each play with the, certainly the duration of the shot, or shot clock. Gosh, basketball season comes <laughs> soon, folks. The play clock. 5.49 to play, 11 on the play clock. Ferguson in the shotgun, side Madden to his left. Fakes the inside handoff, breaks two tackles, and gets about three yards. Again, not very decisive there. I think the key play would have been to to hand it off there, and I think Ferguson has misread that a few times tonight, but good strength to at least avoid the sack and get a few yards out of it. Yeah, he
2: had two guys barreling right down on him. He was able to sort of split them and and at least dive forward for a few yards there, but, yeah, pretty pretty telegraphed.
0: You can't teach 6'4", 230, guys. And that's what that was, they're breaking those two tackles. 5.09 to play, third and six down in distance. Still two timeouts. Under 10 to play, they break the huddle. Two receivers out wide to the far side. A Running back with Ferguson, it's handed off to Madden. He gets about three yards on the carry up the middle. It'll be fourth down in just a few. LaSalle will have to punt, and we'll see if Pensbury burns a timeout at this point.
2: And that was, whether they do or not, uh, that was a huge stand for Pensbury um, after, you know, a long drive in their own right, being able to punt the ball away and then hold the here to a three and out.
0: Mike Rasek will take the snap with 17 seconds on the play clock. He'll kick it off the side of his foot. It won't get the same bounce that he's gotten in previous times. It'll just bleed past the midfield stripe to the 49 of Pensbury, where the Falcons will start their next drive. 4.17 to play here in the fourth quarter. They need points quickly.
2: Yeah, it's time for, time for them. You sort of saw flashes of it on that last drive, but time for them to start getting away from, from their ground and pound that they like to do and, and really put the ball in the air if they want to make this a game down the stretch here. Now time for the answer. Well, we'll wait till this
0: series is over for the answer to our City or Philadelphia trivia question. But the Falcons will need to make ground quickly up here. They'll open up the playbook. We saw it already here in the second half. More play action, more throws, and opportunities to move the ball down the field. This play action, Allie is drilled as he throws the ball. Caught by Rob Daly, up past the 45, inside the 40 yard line and down to the 36 where he's tackled, it'll be a first down for Pensbury. 4.07 to play, the momentary stoppage with the movement of the chains. And that will tick under four minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Falcons at the 36 yard line, first and 10. Alley sets up under center. Two running backs behind him. Handoff inside to Daly, cuts it up. Three yards out to the 33 yard line. It'll be second and seven, clock still running. they will give him the extra half yard. It's second and six from the 32 yard line. Not the most urgency I've ever seen for a team down 14 points. Now the handoff comes inside, the initial fake was to Ruprecht, comes off to Daly, another four yard gain, it'll be third and two. You
2: know, they had the success on that first play with the pass, and now they go back to their run game and time's ticking.
0: Not only is time ticking, but certainly if you want to run the football, if you think that's the best way to get the ball down the field, I understand, but taking an egregious amount of time in the huddle as well, not stabbing it when you get to the line, Now a play action fake, over the middle, deflected, nearly intercepted. A flag comes down as the ball drops harmlessly at about the five yard line. We may get a pass interference here against the Explorers.
3: 2.45
0: to play, it was third and three. The flag came in the secondary as the throw was intended for the wide receiver for Pensbury. Looks like like it was Quinton Davis out there.
1: Now Pensbury, you got to be, you know, on the sideline. You have to hope. You have to you obviously have four downs to score, but you have to be talking to your hands, team guys. Right now, it looks like they're going to have to go for an onside kick here with 2:45 left. And even though they have two timeouts, they could try to pin LaSalle back deep, but that might be a little bit of a risky strategy considering a first down would uh, pretty much get this game almost over with. Sure, 2:45 to play, two timeouts
0: for Pensbury at this point. They will start this set of downs just inside the 15-yard line timeout will be called by pensbury so i mean if you have to call it if, if you want to get the playoff and get it right i guess you have to do that but you really hate to take that timeout really, there
2: really shooting themselves in the foot here down the stretch a lot of time running off the clock wasting the timeout there
0: clock is stopped after a penalty there as well And uh, that must have been the only explanation is that there was a lot of confusion and they weren't running the right play. Otherwise, no reason to call that timeout at that point. But as is, it'll be one timeout remaining after this break here by Pensbury and LaSalle trying to hold serve and As our colleague Andrew here said, bend but don't break. They've given up some yards here in the second half, some decent drives. We've had a few turnovers here, a few big stops there. Can they stay bent uh, but not broken one more time here this evening? The game hangs in the balance here at Plymouth-White Marsh High School, 2.45 to play. First and 10 from just inside the 15 yard line. alley behind center, they'll hand it off to Daly, trying to get to the outside. Has some blocking, gets about three yards. Good pursuit by the linebackers of LaSalle. That could have been worse, if not for the pursuit of the two of the linebackers for the Explorers. Kohler-Setley in there as well. Second and seven. 2.20 to play, clock running, 15 seconds to play on the play clock.
1: You have to think they're gonna throw the ball here to at least stop the clock with an incompletion.
0: The lefty fakes the throw, doesn't have anyone, now runs it up the middle. Can't get much, maybe gets a yard, and third down and mid-range will be upcoming.
2: And I I mean, you gotta throw the ball away there. Uh, you You can't tuck and run as a quarterback. The situation, timeout situation, clock running, I mean, the better decision there is to throw the ball, and now they're, as they sit here, huddling up, trying to call another play in. Yep, late substitutions
0: here for Pensbury. I mean, they'll get the play off before the play clock, but no sense of urgency whatsoever. Not more than five or six seconds before it expires. Now the inside handoff. The Explorers sniffed it right away. They handed it off to Daly, who handed it inside to Hose, and they've run that play one too many times. The Explorer's all over it, and likely will have to burn their last time out. They certainly will. It'll be fourth and 10. They're back to the original line of scrimmage. 1-19 to play. LaSalle has all but done the job. Certainly not over yet. A touchdown strike here followed by an onside kick could make things very interesting. But LaSalle and Coach Steinmetz and the defensive coaches on this team are thinking one stop, less than 10 yards. One play,
2: this could be the game. I mean, this is the game right here. What have you seen, Rob, from this
0: LaSalle team? I mean, there were building blocks that they needed to build from. Certainly, last game we've seen a lot of new faces on this team, and the question was, how would they gel? How would you, how would you uh, analyze that at this point?
2: Well, let's let's look at both sides of the ball there. Obviously, on the offense, you know, you got a, a quarterback that is still sort of getting getting used to the system, uh, making his second start here, um, and is and getting it, you know. And you got a new new running back behind you um, that. They're really utilizing his, his set of skills, speed, and elusiveness, and uh, really doing a good job there. Just some some consistency is something they need to work on, and that will come as the season goes along. But you flip to the other side of the ball, and, man, Andrew, you nailed it on the head. This, this bend, bend but don't break is really the best way to describe this defense. They're, they're a unit that uh, looks pretty stout right now. Fourth and ten. Explorers bring the
0: pressure, and down goes Alley. It's McDermott on the sack. The senior captain comes up with the big one and an exclamation point is put on this performance by the LaSalle Explorer defense. And that'll do it here. A couple of knees will be all it takes, but a flare for the dramatic by the senior captain, Matt McDermott making his first cousin proud. Carolina could use a few interior linemen as well. I think Matt McDermott making a statement here tonight, quite the sack, and uh, really botched uh, protection as well. Right, On the right. biggest play of the game, I think Pensbury's offensive line really left a lot to be
2: desired there. And I'd be remiss if, uh, you know, talking about a McDermott, if I didn't plug the fact that he is his, his cousin, is going into the Hall of Fame at LaSalle, Athletics Hall of Fame this year. Uh, and also was a member of, of the wrestling team. People might forget that, but I, I was a wrestler at LaSalle during my time and, and, his and got first the name? chance. Sean McDermott. So uh, was you know that's Sean McDermott. That's Sean McDermott wrestler. was wrestler at LaSalle, played on the football team, but was also on the wrestling team, two-time national prep champion for wrestling no less. So he's he's got he he's a, he's a you know a versatile guy there. He's not just a defensive mind, he's he's a he's quite the athlete.
0: Shades of Anthony Piscopo as well on the defensive line. One of the best runners, or sorry, runners, one of the best wrestlers that this country has to offer, representing the United States and finishing seventh in the World Games in Sarajevo. Ferguson will take a knee. We're under 40 seconds to play here now. One more snap should do it. And the Explorers are gonna start 2-0. On comes DeMatha next weekend at DeMatha down in Maryland. An opportunity for the Explorers to test their medal. They've won by double digits in both of their first two games. Now an opportunity to go down to one of the best programs in all of high school football. They beat DeMatha last year. Opportunity to do it again.
2: And that, that's going to be a great one. That's, uh, looking forward to, to listening from afar. <laughs> final knee, and that'll be the game.
0: Explorers lining up along with the Falcons of Pensbury to shake hands at midfield. Explorers, 14, Falcons, 0. LaSalle advances to 2-0 on the year. Let's start with you, Andrew. Final thoughts here on this game, what we saw, and what we can look forward to the rest of this season.
1: I think we could definitely look forward to the run defense and especially the, the front four for LaSalle. They really held their own this game and you know made plays on their own, especially, as we said, uh, McDermott with the, the game-sealing sack at the end. Um, and also the offense, of course, keeping up the Sire Madden show and, uh, you know, getting Ferguson more and more accustomed to the offense while, you know, he has some experience with the system. Uh, you know, first year being the starter, he's got a second touchdown pass. Uh, so looking forward to some, some confidence in both units uh, going forward into the DeMatha game.
0: Rob, your thoughts?
1: Right, uh, just to, to echo that, you know,
2: um, just building confidence on both sides of the ball. Ferguson, I, th- I think the, the thing that really helps him is having – that offensive line that, it, you know, does come back this year um, and uh, is able to, you know, they're a consistent unit, so they can protect him well and give him time back there in the pocket and also open some holes for uh, Sayer. So, um, yeah, but this defense, man, it, it's – I love it. I love it. I love the it, – it's it's a little, you know, gives you some heart palpitations watching it, the whole bend don't break. They get down there into the red zone a couple of times, but they're able when when they need to make the play, they do. So, Uh, I look forward to seeing that all year.
0: The LaSalle Explorers, a lot of new faces this year, gelling a lot quicker than I think a lot of people might have anticipated. Final score here from Plymouth White Marsh, 14 to nothing. Pensbury falls to 1 and 1. LaSalle advances to 2 and 0. Next game, we will be down at Damatha as LaSalle takes on Damatha Catholic in Maryland. Next broadcast for Bob Long Sports as a whole will be LaSalle Soccer tomorrow versus W.C. Rustin, live from Lower Bartley Field on the campus of LaSalle College High School. We'll take you away with the alma mater, LaSalle College High School winner, 14-0.